Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for... Back at you, ladies and gentlemen, with another episode of The Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies. No, no, no. We just add a little bit of water. And I am ever faithfully Jeffrey Wilson, co-hosting with my partner in crime, UFC Hall of Famer Pat Militich. And I will turn it over to him for a very informative episode today on uh, all kinds of good stuff, which you are what you eat type business. Go ahead, Pat. Yeah, you know, it's Jeff, it's nice to get away from the geopolitical and domestic stuff that we constantly cover. It's, it's nice to have a guest with a lot of knowledge about health, with what you're supposed to be putting in your body. You know, I, I was a professional athlete for a lot of years and thought that I knew, you know, what I should be putting in my body. But honestly, I, after speaking with this gentleman, I don't know shit. So um, Tim Jaynes is our guest. He's the founder of Chemical Free Body a company that, that he founded after some life-changing events that he's gone through. And he's got a, a really interesting story of how he's come to this point in life. And Tim, number one, welcome. Thanks for taking your time and jumping on with Jeffrey and I. And, and we'd love to hear, you know, just give give our, our listeners a, an idea of how you ended up at this point in life to where you're, you're helping other people save their health. Awesome. Pat, Jeffrey, thanks for having me on today. Um, it's always a privilege to share our message and, and get this information out to people so we can empower them to take responsibility for their health and their life and, uh, you know, make a difference in this country and around the world. So thanks. So thanks for that. No problem. Thank you. Yeah. Tell us, but talk to us so, a little bit about, you know, how you grew up, you know, all the stuff that you were doing in Oregon as a kid, all that sort of stuff, you know, oh, yeah. um, short okay. form and, and how you were a meat eater and everything else and a carnivore and, and ended up doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So basically, guys, I grew up um, over in eastern Oregon, uh, which is about uh, 50 years repressed uh, from the rest of society. It was like growing up in the 50s, hmm. it's pretty black and white. And I grew up on a cattle and hay farm. I raised Hereford cattle. We did grass hay, little alfalfa, leased some ground from some other folks, had a big garden, raspberries, you know, everything. And uh, um Pretty much hunting and fishing was my life. I mean, if I wasn't uh, playing baseball, I was hunting and fishing, and that's just all we did. It was a lot of fun, and and so meat was a big part of my life. In fact, we, um, out of all my friends, we had our own meat locker. We had our own meat hooks. We would take animals and hang them up, and we had a cleaning pit, and we had our own meat saws and meat grinders, and we'd make our own sausage. We'd make our own jerky, and uh, basically my life revolved around meat, and I thought that that was part of, uh, you know, building muscle. And I thought it was a part of being a man. So um, that was just the world that I was indoctrinated into. And, uh, you know, fast forward to um, age 37, I, I found myself uh, about 30 pounds overweight with a big fat gut, double chin. Uh, I had uh, digestive tract issues. I was eating Tums and Rolaids like they were basically going out of style. I had a bucket of those things by my couch, uh, in my truck, in my car, in my office. And... Um, I just uh, didn't seem like anything was working. And then I ended up getting skin issues on top of it, one on my shoulder, one on my knee, like some eczema stuff. It was pretty bad. And I was basically falling apart. I was fatigued and tired, and I'd been an athlete. I played baseball for 30 years, and um, but I just kind of was just I kind of had my head down. Then 
I had a buddy of mine on my baseball team got diagnosed with uh, uh, cancer and um, went through the chemo, the radiation, and the surgery. And this guy was tough as nails. And, uh, you know, he ended up, uh, we ended up losing him. His name was Kalei Mahoy. And um, it was tough. You know, he left three little boys behind, and it just shattered our families and the team. And it was, uh, you know, we did a fundraiser deal for him. And that was um first time I had somebody my age, uh, you know, with that I knew personally die of cancer. So I lost my grandma to brain cancer and aunt to, to skin cancer. My brother had skin cancer at an early age. Um, I currently have a, a family member with skin cancer. So my whole thing was you get cancer and you die. I mean, you know, they got all these ribbons running around, race for the cure, but it seems like you look at the statistics now, which we'll get into later. I mean, 57% of us today that are alive will contract cancer and that number continues to rise every year. So what's going on, you know, but I didn't think of it back then. I just kind of was living my life and living in fear. Um, then a little after, uh, Calais died, um, a good friend of mine, Charles, uh, who I'd worked with, um, at age 43, he got diagnosed with a so-called incurable blood cancer called chronic lymphocytic leukemia. I had a hard time pronouncing that the first time I heard it, probably maybe the first 10 times. And, um, you know, he called me into his office and, you know, busted the news on me and just about floored me. And I was like, oh, my God, here we go again. And he said, hey, they don't have anything for me up at the hospital here. They say it's incurable. So um, when it gets really bad, then they'll hit me with chemo. But then when it comes back the second time, it's, you're pretty much toast. And then they'll put you on some experimental drugs. So for Charles, that wasn't in the cards. He had a 14-year-old son. And um, he decided to get online, do some research, and he decided to go to the Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, it was founded by a gal named Ann Wigmore that healed herself of uh, colon cancer uh, with grasses and herbs, like back in the 50s. And um, now it's run by doctors Brian and Anna Maria Clement. They've been around 60 years, and they have people by the boatloads coming in from all over the world, um, getting on a natural living food diet cleansing and detoxing people and a lot of these people are reversing serious um you know like stage four cancers and ms and parkinson's and all this other kind of crazy stuff that everybody thinks is you know incurable they've also helped olympic level athletes win gold medals so um they also help young uh, young people um, get pregnant because that's a big problem today a lot of young young kids are having troubles um you know having babies so uh we ended up going there um, I thought it was kind of like a hokey, you know, kind of woo-woo stuff because, I mean, if, if Western medicine can't figure this stuff out, then how's this little po podunk place going to do it, you know? But when I got there, um, they taught us the first class was on internal awareness and about our digestive tract and how important it is to have it to be clean and to have it functioning properly. And at the end of that class, I realized that there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know that I should, and I was wondering where the heck this education was uh, growing up, because I never heard about it. My mom and dad never told me about it. it. wasn't in school, wasn't in college, and my doctor sure as heck didn't talk about it to me, you know. So um, we basically started drinking lots of purified water. Uh, we we started doing green juices twice a day. We did wheatgrass shots a couple times a day, and went to a plant based diet. And uh, <laughs> I was a little scared, uh, honestly, in the beginning, because um, I, I didn't know how you could even. Uh, exist without meat. I mean, you know, I used to kill everything. I mean, our motto was if it flies, it dies. If it's brown, it's down. You know, that was, <laughs> we, we were, we were, we were killing machines and, you know, it's just the way it was. And I remember one year we, we couldn't get tags because you had to put in for a draw 
and we didn't get our tags. And my friend and I were freaked out. What are we going to do? And we were looking through the book. And I'm like, dude, we can archery hunt. We can get a bow. And he's like, oh, no, not that. But we did. I mean, so we would do anything to hunt and to kill things. And to go to a place like that, it was completely opposite. There's there's no animals. It's just all, you know, sprouts and avocados and all this stuff. If so I can ask you something I real quick, Tim. I out. If I can just ask you something. Yeah, yeah, you can, you, we'll probably get into this later on, but I've seen this in different uh, – Fat, sick, and nearly dead. The Gershwin therapy about uh, plant-based protein versus meat-based protein, and the, the propensity of meat-based to have more carcinogenic effect. And I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I just had a quick question about that, but I'm sure you'll probably expound on that. Well, sure, we can talk about that. Um, you know, because I had to dig deep on this stuff when I was sitting down with Dr. Clement and Charles there, and we we're talking about cancer. You know, he asked me, you know, if I had any questions, and I said, "Well, how are you going to build muscle without meat?" And he, he kind of laughed a little bit because he's probably heard that question a bazillion times. And he said, well, um, uh, do silverback gorillas have muscle? <laughs> and I thought about it, and I'm like, I remember reading in an Outdoor Life magazine that when maddened a silverback gorilla can snap a rifle barrel into pieces, and they're one of the strongest animals on the planet pound for pound. He said, they're very interesting creatures, Tim. He said, they, they sit on the jungle floor all day long and they eat plants and sprouts and, and seeds and stuff like that. And he goes... And he goes, how about a hippopotamus? How about a rhinoceros? How about an elephant? How about a zebra? How about a wildebeest? He goes, these animals are putting on tons of muscle. He goes, maybe you want to put maybe 160 pounds of lean muscle on your frame. He goes, what are they eating? They're eating plants. He goes, let me give you a little lesson here, and I'll give your, your viewers this lesson too, and they're going to know more about nutrition than dietitians and, and nutritionists and doctors in, in two minutes. All life on this planet comes from the sun. Okay? Would we all agree with that? Sure. Without the sun, there would be no life, an absence of life. I mean, we would have a frozen cube or ball spinning through space. So, so all, and, and if you, and if you're, if you're uh, religious and you believe in God, he, she, or it, then God placed the sun there. So the sun creates all life on this planet and where life on this planet is captured is on the leaf of a plant via photosynthesis. They taught us this in second grade, but we've mm. forgotten about it. <laughs> So that's it. All of your proteins are in the plant, in the leaf of a plant, because that's where life is captured, right? But they're broken down into amino acid form, so your body doesn't have to labor to convert. So it's immediate uptake. The carbohydrates are there. The, the fats are already in fatty acid form. Your body doesn't have to labor to convert. Everything your body needs is in the leaf of a plant. So the closer that you can get your food sources to the sun – the healthier you're going to be, the more muscle you're going to have on your body, and the, the, the better your brain's going to work. Everything. Everything just works better. So that's pretty much all you need to know. But what we've been taught as a society is to allow some other animal to eat the plant, kill the animal, and chop it up, sometimes freeze it, ship it, cook it at high temperatures, coagulate those proteins, consume it, and can, somehow we think we're getting nutrition out of it. Right? I mean, I think back to the burgers and all the stuff that I eat. I never really ate that stuff plain. I mean, I always had to have salt on it and pepper on it and ketchup and A1 and mustard and, you know, mayonnaise. I had to load it up with all these flavors because, I mean, just a plain chunk of meat's kind of gross. You know, How long has it been since it you've way. eaten meat, since you've had a nice steak or a burger? How long has it been? It was January 1st, 2011 when I went to that institute. Because I tell you, when I went there, I had heartburn like you can't believe, man. I was this close to going on Prilosac, and the day I got there, my heartburn was gone. 
right? So what was it? It was my environment. It was what I was throwing and shoveling down my throat that was causing my problems. Yeah. That, that, was, that was what happened. I changed my lifestyle. This isn't a diet, and I tell people it's not a diet. All my coaching students, I tell them, look, we're not, we're not putting you on a diet. That don't work. Yeah. You know, we're going to create a lifestyle, and we're going to create daily rituals that are going to support the health that you want. And over a two- or three-year period, we're going to help you heal yourself. You're going to get well. I can't heal you. Your doctor, your mom, your aunt, your uncle, nobody can heal you but you. We're going to help you and support you to heal yourself. And then you can be well. You can have your ideal health because your lifestyle supports it. And then you can just go have a life and not have to think about this stuff anymore. You just have it on autopilot like I do now. And now I can go on to do other things. I don't worry about my health. I'm, I feel like I don't have to worry about cancer. I know how it works. I'm bulletproofing myself. I don't worry about getting a heart attack because I know how that works, you know. So anyway, hopefully that answers your thing on meat. Um, another thing you were talking about, the dangers of meat, is that the only way you can actually achieve a complete protein from meat is if you, like, kill the animal on the spot and drink its blood. I mean, then you can achieve about a 19% protein, which is about the same as spinach. So um, another thing is that when you consume animal-based products like meat, it's not so much – one thing that's really bad about them is that – it's decomposing flesh, and inside of that decomposing flesh is bacteria. So when you consume meat, the bacteria actually gets transported through your bloodstream via the fat in the meat, and um, it creates a, a state called endotoxemia, which is basically um, inflammation. And it takes your body about four to five hours to regulate it, and then you're normal again, but then what do you do? It's lunchtime, and you have some more meat. And then it's dinner time. so most of us, like me, are in a constant state of a systemic or internal inflammation in the bloodstream. And, you know, we'll, we'll end up talking about the chemical toxicity that we're dealing with in our environment today, the lack of nutrition. And you put those two things together and, and people not drinking enough water, and it's just a matter of time before the wheels fall off and it's going to show up as, you know, whatever, you know, fatigue. Yeah thyroid issues, cancer, and this type of and stuff. And it's different for everybody. Like I said, uh, we talked. We had another guest on, and we talked about inflammation as kind of the base of most diseases and issues, but because of people's you know, genetic predispositions, et cetera, and what they're deficient in, it manifests differently in everybody, but inflammation is the root. Yes. That's, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Another thing you mentioned. Yeah, for my re it, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Something you had mentioned, uh, we, and we've talked about it before, uh, gut flora um, and the serotonin levels in the gut. People talk about how you know mood regulation with the serotonin in the brain, but the serotonin that's produced and going on in the gut and the gut flora being off and what that can cause. Mm -hmm. uh, speak to that if you don't mind. Well, it's huge. You know, it's huge, and you know, it's it's kind of humbling to realize that your human body is made up over a hundred trillion cells. You know, we think about our national debt, you know, where the government uh, got us in a hole with, uh, you know, $20 trillion in the hole. Well, you got a hundred trillion cells. So we know that's a big number, but there's also another big number. These bacteria that live in your, in your gut, basically, there's another hundred trillion of those in there. It's a whole nother world going on. And 85% of those bacteria are there to protect you. They are the interface. They are the, the centuries that are going to protect you from the viruses and the mold and the yeast and the fungus and the mutagens, the cancers, and all these other microbes that are, are growing concern today, and they're getting stronger. 
that's what's going to protect you. Now, not not to interrupt that thought is, process, is that you, but why is that different than the meat then? You said the meat, you get bacteria. I, when you said that, I thought bacteria was good in the body and the gut. Is that a certain wrong kind of bacteria that you don't want with the yeah, meat? Yeah, there's good ones and bad ones. Just okay. like Jeffrey, just like politicians, there's good ones and bad ones, right? <laughs> of course. Right? Same thing with doctors. Um, same things with uh, health coaches like me, podcasts. It doesn't matter. There's good people, and there's people that are maybe not so good out there. So it's the same thing with bacteria. We want that bacteria to be the good bacteria. Okay. okay? And the problem is, is they're weaker than the bad. So when you have uh, an environment that's full of chemicals, um, you're wiping them out. When you have to go in and get a, uh, you get a uh, anti antibiotic, man, you, you just killed your immune system. You know. It depends on who you talk to. You're gonna people will say about fifty to eighty percent of your immune system is the bacteria in your gut, right? So that's a huge portion of your immune system. That is what's going to keep you well. That's what's going to heal you is your immune system. And if, if you take an antibiotic or pharmaceutical drug or drinking tap water that's loaded with pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, larvicides, uh, Premarin, Viagra, um, um, all these other, you know, every every pest every man-made chemical known is in the, wa the water at some level, you know, aluminum, um, fluoride, all these things that's killing our bacteria. I, I see a lot. It just drives me crazy because I see moms going into um, stores or dads with their little kids and they're like making sure they get their antibacterial soap on their hands to kill yeah. the germs. Well, it only kills 99.9% of them. So it leaves that point one behind to breed stronger and stronger and stronger and basically, that, that absorbs directly into your skin, goes right into your bloodstream, no liver to filter it, and goes right down, and it wipes out your bacteria in your gut. You're killing yourself with antibacterial soaps. And stress does it as well. Stress will, you know, that can, that can kill it. So that gut bacteria is important. We have to have that gut biome or that gut bacteria in a proper balance because then when it's in a proper balance, then we can uh, create that serotonin that you were talking about. Most people think about it being in the brain, but upwards of 70% of the happy juice or that serotonin is actually created in the gut. How many people are not happy today? Well, I know 74% of people are working at jobs they don't like, spending a third of their life doing things that they hate. Um, uh, depression medication is the number one seller. To, number one it, to, to, buy, to buy things to impress people you don't like. Yeah, there's a whole line with that, like working a job you hate, to buy shit for people you don't like. Like it's, it, is, it is a weird rat race, man, that... We get into, and you, yeah, you alluded to this before, education, crazy. man. Like, why why are our parents bringing us in there and getting our, I, mean, I guess we can get into it, flu shots or the vaccines. It's like, why is it just the financial aspect that we're so miseducated there's so much money in treating rather than curing? Well, it's, it's all by design. It's all by design. You know, we could, we could get into going back to the beginning of this stuff, you know. Uh, you guys, the original health food stores were basically started by the pharmaceutical companies. Most people don't aren't aware of this. And they're like, what? <laughs> and 85% of the nutritional supplementation today is made by pharmaceutical companies. 92% of the supplements on the market are chemicals, right? So we're going in, we're paying our hard-earned money to take these supplements to to support our bodies, support our family's bodies, and try to boost our immune system, we're doing the exact opposite. And we're lowering our immune system and making ourselves sicker. So there's just, it's the system is the problem. It's not the doctors and, um, and, and these people. They I mean, when they were 18, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they wanted, a lot of them got into the business because they had somebody that was sick and they wanted to make sure that didn't happen to other people again. I get that. That's one of the reasons I do this, right? 
but they got into a bad system and then after 12 years they got they learned how to write very well on a prescription pad <laughs> and the whole system the way i look at it, it's all jacked up because they compartmentalize our body like you're a heart specialist you're the cardiologist and you're the urologist and you're the shoulder specialist and you're the but the body is a one unit deal right if you use common sense and what i've noticed is it doesn't matter what people's health issues are if they get back to the basics and they you know drink water and get some greens in them, some nutrition, and 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 chew their food until liquefied and plug back into nature, 80, 85% of people's symptoms are gone within three to six months. And then it takes a two or three year period to get well. They might need some targeted you know, treatments or supplementation or something like that for unique situations, depending on where they're at. But it's just one disease, basically. It's, it's the chemical pollution, lack of pure water, and lack of nutrition, and a lack of purpose, you know, if you want to throw that in there, because that's pretty important. When I think in all medicine, they all have their lane, man. It's like, but why are they so resistant? Why are the allopathic doctors so resistant when they see a stage four that's been metastasized, that, oh, it's a death sentence being reversed by naturopathic? That's the thing that kills me because it's like I, I do believe there is a, a a use for allopathic medicine, obviously. But, you know, their, sure, sure. their yeah, naysaying I, I, attitude I, I totally towards agree. this kind of treatment as being so – you know, it goes back to Hippocrates, you know, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy, thy food. I mean, it's the most basic right. of, of Dude, all money blinds, money, money blinds the view to the truth, though. I mean, I've got a good friend who's an executive with a pharmaceutical company, and his kids and, and his family are sicker than any family I know, and they're pounding themselves with, with antibiotics and, and everything else constantly. Crazy. Um, and, you know, he won't listen for a second to me on anything um, as far as, you know, any kind of supplementation. I mean, there's one company that I work with that has some good products, um, not to the level of Tim's company, but but they're they're decent products um, as far as you know, uh, uh, just your immune system support and things like that. And you know, he just he he will not listen to any of it. He's blinded, and he's a very intelligent guy. So I think it's hmm. it really comes down to to the money. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a, there's a couple of things. So the, the doctors. First off, um, you have to understand they have to follow what's called standard of care. If right. they don't follow what's standard of care, they're going to lose their license, and then they're on the hook for two, three, four hundred thousand dollars in student loans that they may or may not have paid off yet. If they're a twenty, thirty-year veteran, they got the student loans paid off. Now they got kids in college, they got a house, they got a mortgage, they got all this stuff going. Do you think they're going to risk this? You know, that's where the, the. But what's happening now is there's there's doctors that are saying yes, I will. Some of them are getting killed. Some of them aren't yet, right? I mean, you're basically sticking your neck out there, right? Because, and it's fear. It's fear-based. And, and let's not so overstate that, that uh, Tim. You're correct. In the last year and a half, 60-plus holistic, allopathic, just different doctors researching, even even uh, it's it's the numbers are staggering, and it's not and an Tim, you, Tim, Tim, you have your concealed carry permit, correct? <laughs> I I don't, but I'm I'm from uh, I'm from Eastern Oregon, so I got I got plenty of guns. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. I pro I probably need to get that. I probably need to get that. That's you know, just 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 to make sure there aren't any, um, you know, the the coroner's report that it was a suicide with a uh, two shots to the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah, and, and of yeah. course we sit here. I mean, well, it's, hopefully I got my immune system built up so much. You're lead resistant, and I'm glad we, we joke about it, man. But seriously, that is that is absolutely going on right now. There was just another one last week. Oh yeah, the guy was found. I think I forget where it was, but just 
the, we had it on Dr. Jack Wilson and kind of spoke with him briefly about it as well. And it's just, what are your thoughts on that? Is this, some of them are working on different things. I know there's different, it, each of them have different applications, but what are your, what are you, is your account of these numbers of dead doctors? Well, it's, it's, it's reality. Um, it's the, you know, I, I, I've tried to stay out of the political stuff, you know, when I'm teaching and educating people, but it's so intertwined, it's almost impossible not to talk about, you know, the globalist agenda and what's going on, pharmaceutical companies running the media and, and pretty what? much everything and controlling no. everything. So it is what it is. But what I tell people is like, look, you have all the control because you control your spending dollars. You just need to get educated instead of buying garbage over here, polluting yourself and polluting the planet. You just go over here and buy from a good company that's sustainable. It's actually doing something good. Vote with your dollars. And keep an eye on them because eventually some of these companies are going to offer them a lot of money and they're going to buy them out and then they're going to slip their products in, their chemicals, which is what's, what's happened. Uh, I probably shouldn't name too many of them, especially the supplement companies, so I don't get sued. But, you know, there's there's been big companies like Annie's and Burt B's that have been bought out by big companies. Well, even um, even the toothpaste, I used to use Tom's. Tom's with no fluoride got bought out by Col- uh, Colgate. It's happening quite often. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, another so, whole conversation. So, you know, it, it, I'm sorry. You get into these doctors. I mean, I read a, a study a couple of years ago, and it was like, I think they interviewed like 200 and, you know, don't quote me on this, but it was like 268,000 oncologists or something like that. It was a large number of oncologists, the cancer docs. And they asked them a couple of questions. Number one, would you do chemotherapy if you had cancer? 68% of them said they wouldn't. And then when asked why, and I think about it, that's a big number, 68%. Yeah. And when asked why, they said it doesn't work. You know. Right. And for me, looking at this, it's like you know, there is a place for allopathic medicine. If there's an emergency, I've got a broken bone, I'm yeah. in a car accident, I get disfigured. My God, these these people are they're saints, they're angels, and they should be they're awesome. They should be revered. But we should. Revere our farmer that's growing things organic and biological just as much. You know, we should revere the doctor that actually would sit down with somebody and say, how's your, how's your home life? You know, how are you getting along with your husband or your wife? How's things going with your kids? How's your stress level? Are you drinking enough water? You know, your body's made of 75% water. You know, how are, are you chewing your food? You know, basics. You know, where are you getting your nutrition? You know, the nutrition today is basically, um, you know, you go to a hospital and you're going to get Ensure, which is a bunch of chemical sugar soup yeah. water. I mean, it's there's no nutrition there, and they pump sugar into you. So, Well, another big thing I've noted or I've seen, I've read about, crazy. and I know you've heard of this guy too, is Dr. Bruce Lipton and his book, The Biology of Belief, mm-hmm. and basically the new science of epigenetics which is real science. I mean, it's kind of, they've, they've almost literally fused kind of metaphysics into medicine because, I mean, we've, we've, we've just come to see through the science of epigenetics and the study of cells and their behavior. Uh, it's not just your environment, but what you think about your environment, hence the title of the book, The Biology of Belief. Have you heard of Dr. Bruce Lipton? What are your thoughts on epigenetics? I've heard of Bruce Lipton. Um, I haven't read that book yet, but I, I definitely want to. Definitely want to, but we are energy, and that's what it boils down to. You know, I was explained this to me, you know, because people get so caught up in the nutrition part of things. It's like, you know, proteins and fats and carbs, and that's kind of been the discussion for the last 30 years, and eat less and work and exercise more. Well, that doesn't work. You know, we know that. So they're missing out on some of the more important components like vitamins, minerals, and trace minerals that are naturally occurring in nature. And then they're really, not a lot of people are talking about 
hormones, oxygen, phytochemicals, and enzymes. These are really important nutrients. These are those micronutrients. And then there's the one nutrient that nobody's talking about hardly. There's a few people, and that's the frequency of the nutrient, the frequency of the plant. So there's like a transfer of electric. You know when that we were talking about the sun earlier hitting the plant? Mm-hmm. When you pick that living food, you're transferring electric into your cell. you got to look at yourself like a battery, okay? And living foods, such as sprouts, which are perfect because you can grow these in your home 365 days a year. I call it the 365 CSA. You can grow them in your house for pennies. <laughs> these are 30, 10 to 30 times more nutritious than fresh-picked vegetables, and you can literally increase your electromagnetic frequency. And that's what I learned at the Institute. Our goal is to get the cell at 75 hertz. If we can get our cells at 75 hertz, we will prevent free radical damage, which is a causative factor of all disease and premature aging. And you're going to look a lot younger too. And you're going to stay looking younger. And that's why, I mean, proof's in the pudding. I mean, people working there have been there for 10, 15 years. They look 10, 15, 20 years younger than the rest of the population. I've knocked probably 10 years off of my, the way I look just in the last six years. And it's you know, great. something you just mentioned, that, that kind of metaphysical part of that, that, that energy part is something, I, I eat meat, I just, I do. And But it's something I think about it, and someone has mentioned sure. it to me before, you're you're not just eating that meat, but you're also eating the energy and the conditions in which it was killed, if you understand what I'm saying. You're 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 eating that stress of, of whatever that thing went through, and when you're talking about ground beef, you're talking about multiple, I know this might sound crazy, but you're talking about multiple animals, multiple frequency you know what i mean you're ingesting yeah. more than just the physical meat yeah. so interesting you brought that up I oh yeah my 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 dad my dad taught me that growing up he's like when you kill an animal you only take a good clean shot because you don't want it to run because if it runs it's going to get endorphins in it and the meat's going to taste like garbage right you want to kill it on the spot when it's calm and he was right i mean i remember one time uh a buddy of mine shot an elk like seven times and the damn thing ran all over the place and it was like sweating. It was running so much and it tasted terrible compared to the other ones, you know? So what ends up happening in these animals, they, they're in, they're frightened, you know, they're scared, they're anxious, they have anxiety and they're freaking depressed. I mean, think about it. How would you like to live in a cage your whole life? And then, you know, you're going to go get slaughtered and they grab you by the hoof, yank you up, and you hear the bones crack, and then somebody comes up and slits your throat. You know that's happening on a daily basis. And those workers in those environments, high rates of alcoholism. They're beating their families. They're on lots of medications, mm. um, and those wow. hormones are are in the meat. So you're taking that on inside of you, the fear, the anxiety. And look at us. What? How much anxiety medications do we have? And depression right. medications, right? Those, those animals have that. And if you look at the statistics, the um, countries that are plant-based, which 60% of the world eats a plant-based diet. A lot of people don't know that. We are the minority over here you know, in the United States and Western Europe and Canada and places like Ireland and stuff that eat meat. So the majority of the world eats a plant-based diet. So we're the minority. But so you're no fish? For the, for no the country, You're no meat at all? No, no. I have had zero animals in my body since January 1st of 2011. But the the point is is that these countries that consume plants have lower incidence of murder, aggression, and rape, right? And it's because of those inherent hormones that we're taking in from from these trauma traumatized animals. And it's it's worse today with the uh, you know with these big factory farming 
situations and stuff. Right. How they're taken care of. They're tr- they're treated. They're it says right on there. You treat them like a machine. That's how the farmers. You don't treat the animal with any respect. They're treated like a machine, and it's it's not cool. It's just not cool. And I used to kill everything, and now I'm you know I'll freaking take an ant and catch him on paper, and I put him outside. I, I, you know, seven years ago, I would just stepped on it. You know, so right. as you get so off the meat, you okay? Go ahead, sorry. No, no, that's I, I get it. The the mentality of as you get off the meat, you um you 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 take on a more conscious mindset about animals, of yeah. course. I mean, yeah. I'm a dog lover. I'm yeah, you have animal. a higher level of conscience. Yeah, so, but let's switch gears, and, you know, just to give you an idea, and I've talked to you, Tim, about my running coach, who's David Clark, who is 320 pounds and, you know, a meat eater and all that, and, and uh, transformed himself through um, the, uh, vegan, the vegan lifestyle, and now is running, he's run over 3,300 mile plus races. I mean, he's done... You know the the nastiest, hardest races on the planet, and and finish them. Um, like I said, he's got 33 belt buckles proving it. He uh, has run 48 hours on a treadmill, 188 miles for for charity. He ran across the United States in like three weeks for charity, and he did it all based on vegan. He went from 320 pounds to 165, and the guy's a freak. And I've also got another friend who I used to train with in mixed martial arts who was near 300 pounds. And a power lifter who could bench press 600 pounds. He was a freak of nature, uh, a meat eater. And he finally, just five months ago, uh, finally got off the meat. And he's totally vegan now. And he said um, his weight has just fallen off him. The guy's running marathons now. He went from a power lifter, bench pressing 600 pounds, mm-hmm. to running marathons because of this stuff. It's it's really incredible. Yeah. And I, you know, these guys' influence on me and you coming coming around and into my life you know all this stuff is pushing me that direction and, and trust me i i love steak just as much as anybody else but you know let's also talk more about you know why that happens what you know we've talked about the hormones in the meat that this the that but um and and more so i think more importantly i think is let's talk about your products and what they do you know each product each stage of how you treat people because you you know have started working with me um, how you do that process, depending on what people's needs are for their body, all that, and your products and what they specifically do. Okay, so um, do you want me to talk about the products first, or what was the other? Yeah, part I think I no, just just I think I think definitely talk about talk about your products and what they do, and more so for the for the listener, why you know the, you have to be the why guy. Okay, so basically. When I got back from Hippocrates, I realized that, um, well, actually before I left there, I realized that I didn't have any, I didn't have that environment at home, so I was going to have to recreate it. So I went to their store and I said, what do I need to recreate it? They said, you need to get a juicer, you need to get the seeds, you need to start growing all this stuff. And I did all that, right? I didn't know what to eat, so I was eating this. We talked about this earlier in our coaching call, but I I didn't know what to eat, so I ate the same damn thing for, you know, eight months because I found one thing that worked and was easy for me. But it was yummy, but then I didn't, I got old after a while, right? So, um, and I started teaching these classes and I'd have people over and I'd like, yeah, you got to get a juicer, you got to start growing your sprouts. I'll, I started teaching sprout growing classes and all this stuff and people get all excited about it because they saw our results. And, but only one out of 10 would stick with it. So I realized after five years that if I was really going to help a lot of people, that I had to simplify it for them because people are so crazy busy today with kids and running around and both mom and dad working just trying to make ends meet and, you know, Healthcare costs rising, um, insurance not working, that um, people needed a solution. So 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's that's definitely it's a broken system. You know, and I always tell people, I'm, I just ask them, like, yeah, I'm like, well, how's how's it working for you? Right? You know, 80% of us are overweight, obese, or morbidly obese. Again, 57% of us today will die of cancer that are alive, and now it's affecting our children. 70% of children are overweight, obese, morbidly obese, and the number one killer of our children from zero to five is no longer accidents. It's now brain cancer. So I've had a lot of kids come over to my house with their head shaved with big big scars down the side of their their skull. Um, I could, you know, I'm going to tell you this story right now because it's important, and then I'll get into my products. And this is one of the reasons. Um, hopefully, I don't break down during the story because I have a hard time with it because it's so. It's just it was it's so. It's so impactful and real, um, and it's stuff I see on a daily basis. So I, it's kind of a cool story at one side, but the other side, it's really sad. So I have this guy I started working with. He's actually a hunting and fishing guide, and he comes over, and he's been transitioning. He's almost plant-based now. He's almost completely plant-based, yet his way of making a living is taking people out to kill animals and fish, right? That's what he does. So he brings a friend over, and his friend um, – uh, we'll call his son Billy to protect their privacy. And Billy's um, seven, uh, 18 at the time. And he'd been dealing with brain cancer since he was 15. In and out of the hospitals, you, you name it. I don't even know how many times, right? So I'm sitting there. I do my class, and it was a private class. My wife actually wasn't there. It was just me and these three guys. And it was my buddy, this kid's dad, and this kid, Billy. And I'm making the food. And I'm talking to him. And the dad didn't say much the whole night. He wasn't talking much. And then all of a sudden, he pipes up and he goes, you know, Tim, he's like, there's a lot of nights there um, where, you know, his son couldn't eat anything. He's been in extreme amounts of pain. They've been pumping all this, you know, this chemo in him and the radiation and all the surgeries and all this stuff. And just frail and, you know, just telling his dad the stuff's not working, dad, you know, and and he said there was a couple nights there where he's holding him in his arms and he thought about just just taking a pillow and smothering him just to end his misery. Wow. And, yeah. you know, it's like I just about lost it. It was everything I could do to not, like, start bawling all over their food that I was making because I got two boys. And to think about having to be a dad and be put in that situation, to even think of that, wow. is, it's unthinkable. Yeah. No, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was a wake-up call. And this is back before I, was even, I didn't even have a business. I was still a financial advisor. And I was teaching these classes two nights a week and running around on the weekends talking at churches and and, and, you know, wherever, hospitals, anybody would listen to me. I was trying to wake people up in grocery stores, doing classes and stuff, and doing all this stuff for free, just trying to get this information out to people. And, you know, when they left, I'm like, this is why I'm doing this. You know, this is why I'm doing this, because I know, based on what I know and what I've learned, that that whole situation could have been prevented if we didn't have all these stupid man-made chemicals in our ecosystem that were in that kid's body. He wasn't drinking enough water. He was not getting enough good nutrition. And if he had a good immune system, that would have never happened to him. It would have never happened to him. So um, basically, so I, I, and I've got hundreds and hundreds of stories similar to this. Okay. And after a while, it just changes you. 
you know. And you, but a lot of people don't see that. They don't get in front of it on a daily basis. They might hear about it, but they're not right there with it. They're not at the doctor's appointments with their, with their clients or with their friends that are going through this. And it's not until you go through it that you realize how messed up the system really is, you know. So my products and my business has basically evolved out of just trying to make it simple, make it make it easy for busy people and to get people plugged back into nature and give them something and some products that they can absolutely trust because the person behind it will never compromise. This stuff that I that we promote and sell is the same stuff that I take on a daily basis for myself. It's what I've learned to do for me over the last, you know, going on 7 years now. And it just one by one products kept coming out. We've got 30 more products teed up um, the next ones I'm really excited I'm not even going to talk about it but it's awesome but what I do is I basically when I coach people I get them to drink half of their body weight in liquid ounces of purified water daily that's the number one thing actually the number one food is air but beyond that you know crack your window at night and make sure you're getting fresh air when you're sleeping because your home's polluted but getting people to drink water, I mean, it's life-changing. Well, and that's a tough one, it Tim, for me. It changes people's water. lives. That's, that's, you know, there's so much. When I go to the store, it's like I see mineral water, I see spring water, I see water with fluoride, I see water without fluoride, like even tap water. Like where's the – I agree. Like all of our cells, we're fully yes. water. Where to get the good water. Yes. Okay, I'll simplify it for you. You need triple purified water. That's it. That's where you want to go. So you need Isn't to get some kind of filter? You know, there might be some – well, not a filter. A filter is not a purifier. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That I that I missed, right? A filter? No, it's not. I, 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 the first thing I bought was a massive filter. I bought that. I thought everything was dialed, and then I got a distillation unit, and then Rita. I thought, well, geez, I'm burning all these fossil fuels to heat this heating element, and the vapor valve was releasing the toxins into my house. So like, this is crazy. So when you do, there's only three types of purification. You've got distillation. You've got deionization, and you've got reverse osmosis. So anytime you run water through any of those, you're going to take out about 90% of the contaminants. That's what I've learned through my research. Okay? Now, then you want to run it through it again because then you take out 90% of the 10% left. You leave with 1%. Then you take out 90% of the 1%. You're at 0.1. So if you want to get 99.9% purified water, you have to have triple purification. Those units are going to run somebody a couple grand to get a good unit. Right, and it's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks every two years, or a year and a half to change out the screens. Mm. But it's worth it because then you don't have to, you not, you know, because it eliminates all plastic use, which is killing us. You know, you want to get man boobs, you want to get prostate cancer as a guy, drink out of plastic. Women, you want to get breast cancer, you want to get facial hair growing in places you don't like, you know, drink out of plastic bottles. They create these estrogen factors that mimic our hormones, and they throw us all off. In fact, you can go 1,500 miles into the interior, and they're finding these little two-inch fish in these pristine lakes that have both male and female organs. And why? Because of these plastic estrogens that are in the water. I mean, we're talking 1,500 miles away from man because people don't realize that these plastics burn off and evaporate, and they go into, they get into the clouds, and they go all over the place. So. As you can see, we're getting off track here, but no, no. I mean, so honestly, my, as you just said that, was, it's like it's all not it's all tainted, but it's everywhere. You have to be so conscious: the food you yeah. eat, the water you drink, the air you breathe. It's everywhere. Yes, and it's it's so it's so overwhelming. So if you don't have two grand up front, you know, when I was a financial advisor, I was like, burn your credit cards, get rid of them. You know, you only have one for an emergency, and have it as a twenty five hundred dollar limit because 
if you have it at ten thousand dollar limit, it'll end up there. So, but in this case, this is one thing I would tell people: is put it on a freaking credit card, right? That and an infrared sauna, because with the water now you've got purified water going into your body. Your body's seventy-five percent water. It's an infrared what, sauna. Remember, I just mentioned earlier that oxygen is like the most important food for us. I mean, think about it. Without it, you're dead in about four to seven minutes, right? And oxygen kills viruses. It kills bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, mutants. It kills it. Cancer cannot live in an oxygenated environment. It's anaerobic. I mean, we've known this since like the twenties. But we don't talk about that. When you consume adequate amounts of water, actually you get two-thirds of your oxygen for your daily processes in your body from the water you drink because it's H2O. It's got oxygen there. So how important is water? It's a big deal, especially when we have more viruses, more bacteria, more cancer. We got all this stuff. You need to be oxygenating the crap out of your body. You need to just think about it you know, and get lots of deep breaths and meditation and drink lots of water. It's a game changer. Okay, now then after that, then we bring in are supplements. See, because um, you have to get your digestive tract cleaned out. You know, most people are walking around with about 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material, uh, lining the colon, and mucoid plaque, um, the brown, black, viscous-like material lining the small intestine. And um, you got to get that out of there. That, that viscous material is housing chemicals to protect you from going through the intestinal wall into the bloodstream and creating problems. Um, you got to get, you got to take the body, your or like your car into the shop and you got to get a tune-up you know you don't drive a, you don't buy your nice car put crappy fuel into it and just drive the wheels off and expect it's going to last a long time but that's what we do with our bodies we 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 run on low fuel and the the check i call them check body lights are flashing and a check body light is you're overweight you're, you you can't touch your toes you know you can't see your toes you are on medications you're tired, you're fatigued, you're not sleeping well, you know, you have any health issue, those are check body lights. And your body's screaming at you that your environment needs to change. But then you go to a doctor and you get a pill. Because <laughs> you don't want to, you're too busy to deal with it. Right? To mask the symptoms. So, right. Yeah, to mask the symptoms and stuff like that. So, But your gut health, you know, the Royal Society of Medicine has found that like 85% of all health or ill health emanates from the colon. So we definitely want to clean that sucker out. We want to, we want to take that highly acidic, low oxygen environment that, that sets the terrain to breed these microbes, and we want to clean it out, and we want to put in, and we want to set a new terrain that's highly oxygen and, um, and very alkaline. Little a good example is like if you went to the inner, it, Sure, sure, by itself, not with food. You never want to mix... Um, uh, vinegar with food because that cancels out your digestive enzymes and by itself it's therapeutic. But let's look at like if you go to Chicago into the inner cities and the people put their garbage out in the alleyway and the garbage truck comes and takes it away. That's fine. The garbage truck company goes on strike. What happens? The garbage piles up and then in comes the rats. It's the same thing in your gut. You've been piling down a bunch of this decomposing animal flesh like I did all these years and you're not drinking enough water you're going to, and you're eating processed foods that are full of chemicals that are in your stores, you know, in the Whole Foods, they're in the Safeways, the Albertsons, the Newsies, all these stores. Um, you're going to have all this garbage and then all the bugs come in, basically, right? So then the garbage people come back, they clean up the garbage, and the rats mm -hmm. are gone. It's the same thing with our gut. So we want to clean out our gut, and we have a product called Gut Cleanse Plus. Uh, it's actually a thousand year old formula. I didn't come up with it. 
I just have a very good source because I have a plant-based chemist that uh, has worked in clinical practice over in India. Uh, it's an Ayurvedic formula, actually. And um, he brought that back, and, and it, it does so much more than just clean your gut out. I mean, that's what's beautiful about it. It's an adaptogen, so it helps with stress. It's, a, it's got wound healing capabilities. It's uh, antimicrobial. Um, we even have studies on this where it's chemo-preventative, chemo-protective. Um, it's radio-protective to protect us from radiation poisoning. But I use it for people in the beginning just to get them cleaned out. So we have them take one bottle over a 15-day period, and they're going to drop about 6 to 12 pounds of all that funk and gunk and junk they've accumulated over their lifetime. And um, they're just going to feel better. Um, now, for any of you MMA athletes out there that are trying to make weight, the first time that you do this, you're going to be getting rid of a bunch of uh, material that it's inside of you that you could have as uh, lean muscle mass. So that's pretty cool, um, which is good for wrestlers too. But um, So it's really important to clean your body out. And then after that, we just have people take three a day for maintenance keep the digestive tract squeaky clean to help you your body support itself, to heal itself, and to get rid of what's called leaky gut syndrome, which is what I had. I have a whole manual on this called the Ultimate Gut Cleanse Manual, um, how I healed myself of leaky gut through cleansing. And you basically just take three a day for maintenance, and you, 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 just, you have a great um, – and it, it keeps your digestive tract uh, clean so you can have maximum absorption of nutrients. Okay, So we start cleaning you out. I call it cleanse and restore. We have you drink the water purified water, we take the gut cleanse plus, and now we need to replace the nutrients. So the nutrients are what's missing in the soil. And we know today that about 85% of all nutrition has been farmed out of the soil. Okay? So even for those of us that learn about this organic deal, and okay, I'm going to do that now because it's better for my family, and you start buying the vegetables, and they taste better, and it's nicer, you know. Um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the USDA organic label, it's okay to have 150 man-made chemicals in that deal. Yeah. So that label doesn't really mean a whole lot to me, yeah. but it's, it's a little bit better than the conventionally raised stuff, okay? But even if you're buying organic, my point is, is the soil that it was grown in, it's still on average 85% deficient. So you can eat all the organic produce you want, unless you're growing it yourself in your own back garden and you know your soil, you're, you're going to be basically operating on 15% octane, and you need to be naturally operating on 100. And more than ever today, that's why we have to supplement because it's just gone from our soil. So we have a product called Green 85 Juice Formula. It replaces juicing and replaces the 85% of nutrition, and you can do it under in a minute. You throw it in water, stir it up, shake it up. You can mix it with nut milks or seed milks or make a smoothie and add it in afterwards because we don't want to kill the frequency because we've, we've – went through painstaking efforts to keep the life force intact in this. And you take that once a day to start. And then eventually you'll take it twice a day like I do. And you'll replace the nutrition. What will happen? You'll have more energy, better mental clarity. Your bowel movements will start improving. Um, you'll start sleeping better. I mean, the, the things that happen to people when you actually are running on 100% octane is just, you know, I, I still get amazed watching people do this. You know? Yeah. I mean, even though me, I know what's going to happen. Tim, let me, uh, let me jump in here. So I started on these products. Tim sent this to me after a phone call uh, with a friend of mine who introduced me to he and his partner, a uh, good friend of his. They, uh, they sent me the product. It came the next day, which was amazing. It got, got to me lightning fast, the products. And so I started on them. And, and just since last week, my energy levels definitely, I, I'm noticing quite a bit of a difference. And, you know, I, I had pneumonia for three weeks this winter, Jeff. You know that, how yeah. bad how bad situation I was in. Um, I was hacking up 
chunks of blood out of my lungs for a week. I mean, I, I thought I was, Whoa. You know, I was in serious, serious trouble. Um, but, uh, so I've, I've had a tough time recovering from my training for the Leadville 100, the endurance race that I'm doing in August. And so everybody was way ahead of me doing distance runs, all the, all the other stuff. And, um, just started the products last week and, and came out, did a 20 mile trail run with my brother this Sunday and felt great. And then today did a, a hardcore incline treadmill workout, power hike, and, and was able to perform better than I ever have. Even even as last year, I was my first Leadville attempt, and I blew that stuff out of the water. So the stuff's already working on me, Tim, and it's it's really impressive the uh, the energy and I, I'm feeling uh, a mental clarity that's coming on, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the and the effects are going to be cumulative. So what we've done is we've done extracts. I mean. There's a lot of ingredients that a lot of people are familiar with. You know, we have uh, spirulina in there and corella, a couple of really powerful algaes. Um, for those of you that are into protein, like corella is like, you know, 52% protein by weight. Um, wheatgrass juice, oatgrass juice, barleygrass juice, um, wheat sprout juice, um, broccoli sprout juice. Um, these juice extracts are highly concentrated, right? And that's the difference because anytime you process anything, you're going to lose nutrition. So we purchased the most highly concentrated versions of those from the best, most, you know, unpolluted pristine sources that we could find. Um, it also has moringa leaf in it, which is like a, uh, it's like a multivitamin itself. I mean, it's been used for years over in Africa to help fight uh, infant malnutrition and help uh, lactating mothers uh, produce more milk. Just that alone, the dandelion leaf extract. I mean, that's one of the top six Chinese herbs. We use dulse, which is a sea vegetable, which uh, remember I was telling you earlier, using dulse as a salt alternative, right? Right. That's in there. Um, 14 different vegetable juice extracts. Um, we use raspberry extract flavor to flavor it, and we use lohan fruit to sweeten it just a little bit. So what's great about it is for people that are pre-diabetic or diabetic or just have blood sugar swings, which is a lot of us, this sweetener actually helps to regulate blood sugar, and there's no sugar, and it helps you fight food cravings. So it's, it's, it's like a, it's a good sweetener. It's a fantastic sweetener. Nice. That's the green 85 juice formula, and it's just uh, it's cumulative. The longer you take it, the better it gets. And I promise, I always tell people, I promise you that once you get on it and you get you stick to it, you'll notice that your grocery bill drop will drop more than the cost of the greens because you just can't eat as much. Right? Once the cell finally gets nourished, it's hydrated so that it can take the nutrients in properly. We get that good lipid membrane to to get the the, the nutrients into your cell. Um, it's going to send signals to you. You're just not as hungry anymore. So you just can't eat as much, and it, it, it freaks you out. But you have everything you need to thrive. But something I've always heard is, you know, obviously we all take up, we all have different, I guess for lack of a better term, polymorphisms. You know, we all have different, uh, we all need vitamin D, but we're all deficient in different levels. So what is your um, thoughts or suggestions on everyone getting their levels checked on seeing exactly what they're all uh, deficient in? Well, I think that's a, a really good idea. Um, one blood test, it's kind of spendy. I think it's about 300 bucks. It's called SpectraCell testing. And I would probably do that one. I've, I've been told that that's probably the most definitive blood test you can take because they actually take the cell and they split it open and they go look inside the cell to see what you've actually absorbed and it's getting in. Because if it doesn't get into the cell, it's not usable. Right. Just because you get it into the bloodstream, it's just floating around. That doesn't mean anything. So I think that's a good idea for people that might have some serious health issues. 
or, or just struggling and they can't get well. But what I found is that in the beginning, let's just assume that um, let's just, why don't we just plug it back into nature? Why don't we just focus on some of the foundational things like getting half your body weight in water? Let's get your gut cleaned out and get all that garbage and funk and gunk and junk out of there. And let's start putting these greens up in you a couple times a day and see how that makes you feel. And then we go to the next step, which is starting to replace those bacteria, those, um, you know, and we use probiotics. And a lot of people are familiar with probiotics today. They've gotten a lot of press over the last 10 years. It's a growing uh, industry. Um, the difference is, is that we use probiotic spores. And the reason why we use spores rather than um, the refrigerated ones or even the shelf-stable ones, which um, I, I, I still use myself too, is because they all, almost all of them, make it through the stomach acid. A lot of these probiotics die in your stomach acid, so it's very expensive and you don't get a whole lot out of it. So, But it's really important to you know, recolonize that bacteria. So once you've wiped them out and now you've cleaned out your gut, we want to... We wanna, the, the ground's basically fertile, right? We've got a good terrain for them. Now we want to re, recolonize them so that, because that's, you know, depending on who you talk to, 50 to 80% of our immunity. Wow. Very, very fascinating stuff, man. Very fascinating. It's, yeah. it's, it's mind-blowing that, that uh, you know, the level of knowledge that Tim has, uh, I, I'm looking forward to soaking it up little by little. I, I, can, I can only absorb I, I, a little bit at a time, but that, you know, the, just the basic premise of putting the right stuff in the body. We just don't know what was the right stuff until we start talking to Tim. Yeah. Well, and it's well, always, you, you know, if people just sh shut off their phones and go out in nature and look around, there's the stuff there right go. there. It's right in front of us. And it go, I mean, like I said, it's really not a puzzle. It goes back to, you know, like I said, Hippocrates, Hippocrates, let, let food be thy medicine and medicine by thy food. But again, like I said, Pat, finding the, the right food, um, and it's very interesting to hear. I mean, I've heard kind of both sides, you know, whatever. I mean, I've, but to me, the, the plant base does make more sense as far as, uh, nutrients, micronutrients, vitamins, et cetera. Um, cause the meat, I mean, geez, yeah. the, the meat is just so, I mean, it's all kind of tainted. You really have to find the right stuff on everything, but uh, like corn, for example, geez, where can you not find GMO corn? Um, but yeah. yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Wow. So shout out any 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 social networking, any websites you might have so people can track some of this down, man. Yeah, my website's simple. It's uh, chemicalfreebody.com. And we're also on Facebook, at Chemical Free Body. So they can go there and, you know, we've got some health videos they can check out. Um, we have all our products there. I've shot videos on each product explaining it. Because it is a lot, you know, and you can't remember all this stuff in the beginning. So it, it makes it useful for people and it's um, and helpful for them to uh, kind of know who they're dealing with and who's behind the products. So, you know, it's Absolutely. not like I just came up with this stuff myself. I mean, I spent thousands of dollars and flew all over the United States to, you know, health institutes and learn from them and learn from this person, learn from that person. And I look at people that are in their 70s, 80s, and 90s that are flourishing, that look 30, 40 years younger than everybody else, and they're mm -hmm. they're active, and they can, you know, they can actually tie their shoelaces. They don't use the Velcro ones, right? <laughs> you know, right. And um, they're they they got the bodies of, you know, I know a gal that's 70 years old, and her body looks like she's 20. Okay, guess what? I'm gonna pull out my notepad and take notes on that deal. Right? <laughs> success leaves success leaves success leaves clues. I was just gonna say that. that. That's a Tony Robbins line, brother. 
<laughs> I, I say that uh, often. Was, you know, I say that often. And yeah, it's true, you know though. what? After these people that I these, oh, these people that I've interviewed that are like seventies, eighties, and nineties, and are like super fit and healthy. Guess what? They're all doing the same things. Right. They're drinking half their body weight in liquid ounces of water. They're cleansing at least four times a year. They're um, most of them are plant based. They're eating a plant based lifestyle. They take probiotics. And then the last thing that we didn't talk about is digestive enzymes. Um, one of my favorite products, um, it helps you to not only digest your foods because most people, it takes me when I'm coaching somebody, it takes me about 90 days of like constant texting and reminding people to chew their food before they can get it to a habit for Cause that's, that chewing your food until liquefied is just as important as everything else. Just as important. And, um, and it's because when you, you know, when you chew your food, you got like two ducks up above in your mouth and four down below and they secrete this enzyme called amylase and lipase. And those break down your starches and your carbohydrates and your fats. And if you don't chew your food really well, you're basically going to have the burden of digestion and it's going to take longer. And that takes a tremendous amount of energy away from your activities of daily living or if you're an athlete to be able to perform and from your mind. So if you chew your food better, you're going to get better absorption. You're going to have less energy used to digest. And um, and then um, you're going to feel better, and you're going to have a lot more energy for your those activities of daily living. Now, what digestive enzymes do is they help people in many ways. Um, they're going to help you liquefy your food. Um, they're going to get more absorption into of nutrition in because it's liquefied better. And then they're also carriers of electric. They're like a protein that carries that life force kind of like i was telling you about the sun you know the sun's electric potential in the leaf Mm -hmm. when you eat a sprout you actually get enzymes because they're alive when i eat a cucumber there's no enzymes because it was picked you know the university of berkeley in california actually took a head of lettuce hooked it up to a machine that tested enzyme activity they harvested it and uh it was like 30 minutes later they tested it how much drop in enzymes do you think there was in 30 minutes 52 percent 52%. 52%. So what do you think happens by the time they put it in a truck, take it to a holding deal, put it on another truck, ship it on average 1,500 to 2,500 miles to your store, gets unloaded, you come in a day or two later, you buy that head of lettuce, next day you chop it up and have a salad. Is there any enzymes there? No, right. gone. Yeah. But they're in sprouts. Now, enzymes are also in these digestive enzymes, these that electric, right? So they'll literally charge your cell. And again, we're trying to get your cell at 75 hertz so that you can be vibrant and you can prevent free radical damage, which is the causative factor of all disease and premature aging. We've known that since the 50s from Dr. Harmon out of Nebraska. So there's just, it's so simple that it's, it's, it's almost laughable. Like when people are just so, like me, I was so confused on health, and now I'm looking at it, I'm like, this is like, yeah. I spent eight grand to learn how to <laughs> drink water, right? chew my food, eat, plants and take you know in fact when i was in hippocrates doing my initial run there with charles i went to a psychology class that was the first time i ever went to one of those deals and um because i i didn't believe in all that stuff because i was a meat eating redneck and um it was a great class um a lady completely opened up in the class and told her whole life story and she was crying and everybody supported her and it was community and it was amazing and um, afterwards, I was talking to this lady who was 73 years old, and I said, well, what are you doing here? Because I'm still quizzing this place. I'm trying to find out what's, what's the scam. You know, they gotta be, there's got to be a scam here, you know. So, and, and she's like, oh, well, she goes, I had um, uh, stage four breast cancer. I've had um, uh, a staph infection in my left arm for 20 years. 
I, I didn't know all that. I was like, what? And um, she's like, I have arthritis in my hands, and I couldn't knit. I can't knit anymore. And um, I was like, oh, my God. So I felt horrible for her. I was like, well, how are you doing? Yeah, you know, because she'd been there a couple of weeks. She was like, oh, I'm fine now, honey. She goes, that was like four years ago. And I was like, oh, whew. She goes, no, I'm just back visiting. She goes, I've always wanted to come back to this place because I just feel like I owe my life to this place. That's the Hippocrates Health Institute, West Palm Beach, wow. Florida. Recommend everybody go. And and um, I was like, oh, and I said, well, she goes, I have a friend right now that has breast cancer, and she's a stubborn meat eater like I was. And she goes, I had to drag her here because she goes, I am not ready to lose my friend. And um, I was like, wow. I said, well, how are you doing? She's like, well, I have no more breast cancer. My staph infection's gone, and I can knit like a crazy woman, basically, you know? <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. Wow. And um, I said, well, hey, could you give me some words of advice here? If, like, if there's one thing that you could teach me that I could take with me that would make the biggest difference in my life and my health, because I, I have a friend here that I'm trying to gather information for. He's got this incurable cancer, which I'm hoping that he can turn it around. And she goes, hmm. She thought about it for a little bit, and she goes, I know. She goes, don't eat anything that doesn't spoil within six days. Don't eat anything that doesn't spoil within six days. She goes, that's the best advice that I could ever give you. So when you're going to the store and you're buying food, what does that eliminate? A lot Pretty of Pretty much stuff. everything that you're, that you're buying. If it's in a box, it's in a can, it's in a bag, it's in a jar. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to get back to fresh food. You go over to Europe and these families, they go shopping almost every day and they get fresh food. Yeah. They have herbs drying upstairs in their attic and they go down and pick them. They stop, business stops in the middle of the day for like three hours. Now those guys over there, they're eating meat and they're eating milk, but they're still happy. They're living longer lives. They're fulfilled and they're getting fresher foods. We also have higher so regulations on their pop- their GMO. I mean, all that stuff that we get over here. They have, I think, more more stringent. I don't know. If it's completely out of there, but if I I could be mistaken, but they have more uh, higher regulations. Yeah, you go to France and it's there. I love the French. I mean, these people. They you know, if you don't, they don't like it. They're like they strike. They're like we're done. They just like they told and they said, look, we want to find out about this GMO stuff. So they did some tests on it. And every time they the rats ate the GMO food, the rats got riddled with cancers and tumors, just riddled with tumors. And they went to the parliament and they said, look, we are not going to accept GMOs in this country. And the parliament said, well, we'll have to talk about it. We'll get around to it next year and, you know, legislation. And they said, no, you don't understand. We are not going to deal <laughs> with GMOs. Every single farmer will stop farming if you don't get this done. So guess what? There's no GMOs. Because they demanded it. Yep. It wasn't like sit back and wait for somebody else to do something. People stood up and actually did something. Yeah, that's definitely not the one very important issue, but not it's there's many issues that the citizens need to stand up and say, We're done. But yeah, no. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Like I said, but it's got to yeah. come from like education. And I think with something you said a second ago, I spent it's so simple. I spent eight thousand dollars to et cetera. But it's like I think you, I look at it as you spent eight thousand dollars to unlearn basically all the horse shit and it just brought it back to the root which is so so very simple that you know we kind of all intuitively know but just kind of it gets obscured with you know whatever subway yeah. and whatever yeah. other stuff and, and misinformation and about what's right going on but yeah man holy shit dude this yep. i have to listen yep. to this a couple more times back dude it's 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 <laughs> it, 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 it's 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 so awesome because, you know, in the beginning, I w- it was frustrating because I would just pour my heart and soul out for two and a half, three hours in these classes of people, and I would only get one out of ten to stick because it was too difficult. I mean, 
you got to go spend $300 on a juicer and you got to learn how to grow sprouts and you got to clean the juicer and make the mess. And, you know, people just don't have time. So the whole program that I've developed now is all about it's so simple that a caveman can do it. And you know what? I know because I was a caveman. My wife tells me I was. <laughs> well, and, and, and when you show people the numbers as far as how much they spend medical-wise after, you know, post-illness, it's huge into the thousands. This is what, I mean, what you're talking about is basically preemptive medicine, preventative yeah, people medicine. People, people go bankrupt from needing medical care. Yeah. So, you know, that's another, that that's, you know, this is because the Republicans are screwing things up as bad as the Democrats. So it's down both lines with health care and with, Americans are, are the amount of Americans that are obese and diseased and on pharmaceuticals and everything else. You would think at some point Americans would look around them and see the people that they're surrounded by and go, man, this this right here is the problem. It's what we're putting in our bodies. Yeah. It's what we're not putting in our bodies. It's it's the mindset. It's the watching a commercial and going and buying a bag of Doritos and Cheetos and yep. this and that and drinking yep. Pepsi and all the other garbage that's out there, and and we're all complaining about healthcare costs, right? When if we were doing this our whole lives, right? Well, how many people would actually need treatment? I yeah. mean, the, the field. Would it's be, tough though, dude. It's tough. There's all there's that social pressure, you know. It's like people want to fit in, just like when we were growing up as kids. You know, when I got back and I started doing this, I would go over to barbecues and stuff, and people come out, "Hey Tim, you want a hot dog <laughs> or a burger, buddy?" I'm but like, again, yeah, man, no, I'm, I'm yeah, not eating that. This comes down to overall, the, the whole thrust of this show is getting hip and educated to what we call the matrix, but this is just another part of it, man. In order for everything to change for, from a geopolitical standpoint, we got to stop being zombies. From this food standpoint, we got to stop being zombies. We all just have to kind of get, I think, more educated as to the fix that's in. And like you said before, voting with our dollars, man, how huge is that? I mean, that's what's really going to start stemming the tide, in my opinion. Oh, it's the only way. And what I've realized is that you can't be the best dad. You can't be the best mom. You can't be the best business person. You can't be the best athlete, the top performer, the best singer. You can't do anything at your best if biochemically you're living on 15% fuel, you're dehydrated, and you're polluted with man-made chemicals. It ain't happening. You can kid yourself. It's just not going to happen. It's not possible. But what ends up happening is when you start drinking the water and you start pushing these chemicals out and you start cleaning out the gut and you start putting good nutrition in, you activate your brain and you can start freaking thinking, right? And things start to change. You become more alert. You become more aware. And then all of a sudden you start realizing that, wow, this works. Usually my clients, after they get about two to three unsolicited comments from people going, man, you look good. Or how did you lose so much weight so fast? Or you know, the hairdressers will be like, your hair's coming in thicker. And, you, and then they, they start telling me, my nails are growing faster. I have to clip my nails more. Or somebody, this is another one people get after about two to three months of my pro program. It's like, you're, you're, your skin glows. Mm-hmm. You know, or your wife, that's or your wife say, glow. Or, or your wife saying, Jesus, leave me alone for once. <laughs> what, is, yeah. what is wrong yeah, with that, you? Yeah, that is another one. <laughs> I, mean, I actually had a couple yeah. that got on the products, and this guy called me up, and he's like, uh, when he first got started, he goes, well, do you have anything that will work for uh, libido? And I'm like, um, yeah, dude, it's it's the same show. You know, yeah. it's more water. You know, we want to increase your red blood cell all that <laughs> stuff. Show. And then he called me up a couple months later. He's like, <laughs> he's like, dude, he's like, we just had sex for like three hours. He goes, we haven't done that since we were in our 20s. He's like, 
put me down for this stuff every month. Right. <laughs> awesome. That's good it stuff. Great. Well, it's also is, uh, been known as the hangover cure. I got a lot of people that drink a lot of booze and stuff, you know, at still, and uh, they use the greens as a hangover cure. Um, one lady, she does. Uh, she says, if I drink one bottle of wine at night. Then if I wake up at 6 in the morning and have my big 24-ounce glass of green 85, then by 9, I can function. Because now if I drink two bottles, then I just have to do one before I go to bed and another one in the morning, and then by 9, I'm right as rain. So I was like, okay. Um, I actually thought about making it the hangover here because I figured I'd probably sell more of it that way because people would pay more attention to it rather than helping their health. Well, but, you could just, uh, you could I'm just, gonna you just stick to my guns. You could just, uh, just make a second line with the same product and relabel it. <laughs> Probably, probably. I just want to get out and get this information to people. So what I want to get out there today, just like I do every time, is I want to let people know that, look, uh, take responsibility for your health. That is the number one thing. Nobody's going to do it for you. You can't rely on the government. You can't rely on your doctor or nobody else. Just please use your common sense. Use your God-given instincts that are from nature. Like every other wild creature that's being born, we're from the wild. And just get back to the basics. Get these chemicals out of your body, plug into nature, eat some fresh foods, and just see what happens, you know. And that's why I, I used to tell people you have to eat, you know, you have to go all in on this thing because that's how I did it. Well, that's not the way to do it. We get people's success with our product. In fact, in the beginning, I don't tell them to change their diet at all. I don't tell them to start exercising when I'm coaching people. They're like, well, aren't you going to make me change my diet? I'm like, no. You don't even have the foundation in place yet. You're not even drinking mm. enough water and chewing your food. You know, why are we going to try to do all this other stuff? We don't have a good foundation in place. What happened was in the beginning, I would have people do drink their half their body weight in water, take my greens once a day and chew their food until liquefied. And I had people paying me back then $300 a month for that. And guess what? In 60 days, 30% of them were off of medications under their doctor's supervision. Of course, they were off of alcohol, off of coffee, back in the gym. Focusing on those three things. And then what I noticed was that people were getting, 15% of people were getting backed up because they weren't going in and getting the colon hydrotherapy sessions I was recommending. And that's where we had to find Gut Cleanse Plus because it was a problem. Because mm. the pathway of elimination, as they were detoxing, was getting plugged up. So we needed to clean that out first. And then from there, we went added the probiotics and the digestive enzymes. Now we've got a really, um, we've got a really strong product. So that's line. something I wanted together, to ask you. Just like, this is something. I mean, obviously, it's it's something. Uh, it's not necessarily a silver bullet type thing, and you're not necessarily just trying to sell more shit. It, it, there, this is sequential, like you said. It, it has to go these kind of this this cleansing process and this re uh, re putting in the nutrients, etc. It has to happen in a kind of sequential form, right? It can't that's happen. There's not one set of well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I yeah, I think the first thing people should do is drink purified water clean out their gut, and get some nutrition up in them. Because what's going to happen is, is they're going to feel better. Now they're going to have the energy to want to maybe make a salad or they'll have the energy to go shopping or they'll have the energy to get back in the gym. You know, Perfect example, middle-aged gal, she's in her 50s, she works at a bank, um, she's paying me to coach her. She wants to lose weight. She, a friend of hers on my product, she lost weight, so she comes to me and she goes, I want to lose weight. All right, she wants to lose 40 pounds. That was her target. Okay, cool. First month, um, she doesn't lose any weight, but she's got energies picked up. And I said, hey, look, women, it takes you guys about 90 days before your hormones balance, and then you start losing weight. So just stick with it, follow the process. Two months goes by. She hasn't lost any weight. 
but her energy's up. She's feeling better, sleeping a little bit better. She's frustrated. Talk her off the cliff. I said, hey, look, <laughs> this isn't the take a pill tomorrow, you're better program. Okay, you've spent 50-some years getting to yourself to this point. We have to regulate and balance things. Stick with the process. The end of month three, she drops 20 pounds, and she's off of her depression medication nice. that she didn't even tell me she was on. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Then she says, okay, I got this figured out now. I don't need your coaching anymore. Cool. Um, but she, And then she off she goes. Five months into it, she calls me back. I'm out of your products. I need more products. I'm like, well, hold on a second. Let me get out your chart. And I went in and was like, so where are you at on your weight and everything? She's like, well, I'm down 30 pounds. I'm like, okay, so it's five months. You've hit 75% of your target loss for weight. You're off of medications. That's pretty cool. Off your depression medication. That's awesome. She goes, well, I want to tell you something, too. She goes, what? She goes, I'm also off of coffee. Now, keep in mind that in the beginning, she told me, don't even think about getting me off of my coffee and my alcohol because she was a wine drinker. And anytime somebody uses the word my before that, that's a sign of addiction. Just being straight <laughs> Just up. Okay? Just don't, don't even think about getting me off of my coffee and my wine. Well, on that five-month five call, and here's me. I didn't say a word about it in the beginning. I never brought it up in the first place. I said, I didn't tell you I had to quit that stuff. I said, I want you to drink water, take greens, and chew your food. Let's focus on that. Five months into it, she's dropped 75% of her target weight. She's off her depression medications. She's off a of coffee because she doesn't need the energy anymore because she's got so much energy it's coming out of her ears. Um, she's off of, and she's off of wine. And she goes, you know what? She goes, I realized that I, I wasn't an alcoholic. She goes, I'm a sugar addict. See, and once these, once you get cleaned out and you get these greens up in you, they start doing cool things. They start changing the biochemistry of your body, and they give you some help to start finally regulating, balancing yourself out. She also got back into the gym because she was an athlete. Now she's working out five days a week, and she actually went to her hairdresser, and her hairdresser's like, oh, my God. She's like, your hair is coming in so thick and full, and everywhere she goes, everybody's telling her how much she glows. This is a common occurrence for people that take responsibility for their life, they clean their body up and they plug themselves back into nature. And it can it can happen for anybody. It doesn't matter what your blood type is. It doesn't matter what your ethnicity is. We're all humans. And it pretty much has worked every single time that I've done done this with people. So Well it's it's, it's cool. It's it's nice cool. it's nice, Tim, to to do a because so many of the subject matter we cover um, unfortunately, as negative based, you know, when we deal with our show, but you know, it's it's great to have a show like this, an uplifting show, an educational show, where somebody like you can come on and, and educate our listeners on really what's going wrong with our bodies and with our health and with our society, um, yeah, and how how we can fix things and how much better things would be if everybody was living this way. Holy cow! So uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to come on number one with us. And again, people can go to chemicalfreebody.com to read more about your products and, and get involved in this and, and, as you said, take ownership of their own health, right? Yeah. Yeah, and our product line is just uh, a mere means for us to make a living as we – because we we're not a company with a mission. We're a company um, on a mission. You know, My mission is to get this information out to people and, um, and change lives You know, because there's a lot of kids like Billy that have been over to my house that have had cancer and stuff like that and – um, it, it doesn't need to be that way. It just doesn't need to be that way. That kid should have been playing little, you know, Babe Ruth or something, or you know, or should have lived violence, his life. Should have been able to live 
a much, you know, I feel that, man. Yeah. I, I see the statistics yeah. on some of yeah. these completely yeah. preventable illnesses, and it's uh, it's heartbreaking, man. Yeah. And what what does it do to a family too? I mean, it just it rips people apart. My my younger brother died a couple of years ago, and my mom's still a mess. You know, and then yeah. the money that's exhausted in that stuff, and it's just we could get into this whole thing, and it's just, but we want to end on a positive note. So I want to be positive, and I want to help people have their ideal health, and I know they can do it, and it's not that freaking complicated. It's simple. You know, I grew up on a farm, so I try not to complicate things. Hmm. You know, I've learned a few terms, and I've got to learn to not. You know, use those terms too much because it's talking over people's heads. Just like I, I couldn't understand it. You know, six years ago, all this stuff was like, you know, I've ever watched Peanuts, but that teacher, you know, the wah 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 wah. People start talking those terms. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. Right. Now this it's is simple. it's very you invaluable. A, you Every little bit helps, man. So it's it is very invaluable, and it all has to happen really incremental. I mean, it's, you know, changing hearts and minds is really what's going to be the stemming tide of how we we change our humanity. Quite frankly, and in these kind of conversations, taking charge of our health, you know, and and all of you know our family's health. That's that's a huge part of it, and it can't be overstated. Oh, it's huge! It's huge, and I'll challenge the fathers out there to step up because you know, um, and if you single mothers, you know, to step up and. Um, plug into some of this stuff. I mean, it's not, it's not that hard to do. You can figure this out and there's support. Um, we shoot videos on this stuff all the time to support you. Um, so, uh, we need to make some changes and, uh, it's, it's time is now. I mean, we got to get after this now because there's species are dying, you know, seven bees, more species of bees died last fall. Bats are dying in the millions from fungus. Um, it's it's all kinds of crazy. Well, even like Pat said, with the conversation now being Obamacare and you know the ups and downs of that, you know this these kind of uh, preventative conversations really negates the need. Of course, you know there still might everyone needs health insurance, but this whole notion of you know government funded health insurance or whatever it is, um, it's it it would be kind of negated if people start taking charge of their own stuff and. Um, you know, mitigating yeah. their own health. Yeah, let me uh, let me issues. let me give you an example. I have not been to the doctor since they started on this deal. I don't go to the doctor. I don't want to go to the doctor. Well, and even listening to you, I'm never... I have a doctor available is if, I, is if I get in a car accident, then thank God there's an emergency room there to take care of me. And wouldn't it be nice to have a policy that I paid a couple hundred dollars a month for? Um, I could even have a $10,000 deductible if I wanted. I could pay $200 a month for me and my family for emergencies only because we have taken responsibility for our health and we don't get sick. You know, and all these people, you see what I'm saying? No, absolutely. But there's no money absolutely. in that, and that's the problem. <laughs> these companies that are making all this money off of it, could you imagine if there was no more cancer? What would happen to the American Cancer Society? They wouldn't be needed. Yeah. What about the American Diabetes Society? They wouldn't yeah. be needed. You know, diabetes is not a disease. It's a lifestyle choice. Yeah, and if, if everybody was doing this, uh, this type of living, how much diabetes would there be, honestly, Tim? Oh God, probably less than two percent. You know, because less than two percent of things are actually genetics or malfunctions, um, stuff like that. It might be inherent, but again, that might be from the chemicals that the mother had that caused it. You know, right. so the the chemical thing is something that we all need to be very concerned about. Very concerned about. You know, I've got an umbilical cord test study here showing um, every. You can all the listeners, please go to just go to Google and type in umbilical cord and chemical. And you can see the same studies. I printed this out, and I call it the uh, umbilical cord toxicity, exposing the dangers of chemicals hidden in our environment and our everyday consumer products. And these studies go back to 2005, and they're finding um, hundreds, well over 200 chemicals are detected in the umbilical cord blood, 
180 of them cause cancer in humans, 217 are toxic to the brain and the nervous system, 208 cause birth defects and abnormal development. And these studies are 2009, 2010, uh, 2012, 2013. They keep coming out, but nobody's talking about it. So when you're born into this planet now as a, hmm. as a young baby, um, you're polluted. And we wonder why autism is, you know, going through the roof. We wonder why these kids are dying of brain cancers. And number, well, they're freaking full of chemicals. Mm-hmm. And the mom's full of chemicals. And the dad's full of chemicals. And you guys are full of chemicals. And everybody listening and myself. We're full of chemicals, so what are we going to do about it? We're going to clean them out. We're going to drink right. water, and we're going to cleanse them out, and we're going to stop buying things that are putting them in us. We're going like to terraform Mars says, and do it all over again. I joke. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. If you're buying toothpaste and the toothpaste says harmful is swallowed, yes. <laughs> contact the what? poison control. Contact the poison control center immediately if this shit swallowed. But yes, the yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you put it in your mouth. I, I always found that fascinating. You put as well. it in your mouth. So what do you what, what do you it's use everything. for? Now, this is a crazy question, maybe not, but what do you use for toothpaste? Baking soda? Coconut oil. Uh, right now, my wife bought one uh, called Earth Paste. Um, but you know, sometimes I'll um, I use coconut oil and uh, and a drop of uh, uh, peppermint essential oil. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. All good, natural, baby. Good bacteria All fighter. natural. <laughs> no, I'm dude, I'm serious. Like yeah. I, I need kind. Of, I'm so glad, Pat. I'm so glad you preempted our normal show with this because I totally need it. I never, I really, really never get sick, man. And this is like day four or five for me. I'm not like super sick, sick, but I'm still, I, I still am not 100. percent And I, it's totally a some my environment and all this other shit. But it's just like I'm my diet. It's not terrible, but I, I could definitely. Do, change it and integrate more way more plants into it and i i know better i just get whatever i honestly i mean i get fucking lazy and complacent even though like i said i, I try to eat as well as possible but i could definitely be drinking more water way more plant stuff you got I any just, kids i do i do i just okay. love tacos kids, i love tacos man. and burgers i know i Jim know just, absolutely Jim just asked you that question like a swift kick to the nuts you know <laughs> i get no, and I serve her up. I plant, I juice, I juice. So we do, we have our nature juice, you know, a couple times a week. So I mean, it's like I'm in there. I just, I yeah. definitely could be more. Well, you, 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 you need some, you need some recipes too, bro. Because here, here, let me free definitely. everybody up. I way need thing. recipes. I, I when cook you, the when same they, when shit. They, when they think that they have to go plant based forever, it's, it's too much for people. That's why I, I get them on the foundation, and once they're successful and they're happy and they've got results and their trust is higher with me, then I'm like, okay, let's just do a plant-based cleanse for 30 days. We're going to do only – and they're like, okay. You know what happens after that? Almost everybody stays with it because they're feeling so damn good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it a, I'll do time. my quote-unquote cleanse maybe like two weeks to like right? three weeks. But, I mean, I, it'll be, you know, pretty pretty hardcore, but I definitely need to, need to up it. I used to do like the super colon cleanse, and like I said, I'll get my like vitamin D and my apple cider vinegar, et cetera, et cetera. But for me, it's consistency. I need to like – I'll do it for a few weeks, feel better, and then like go to Steak and Shake at 3 in the morning to get horrible shit. You know, it's like – yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, you need a support system. So you start feeling bad, just send me a text and I'll get you cool. in the right direction. I appreciate it, man. So one one thing on these foods, guys, is that the average person only consumes 14 meals over and over and over again. So think about it. What's the foods that you eat? It's the same shit over and over, right? Tacos. So if you find one kick-ass meal a month that you really like that's plant-based, in a little over a year, you've effectively change your entire lifestyle so it doesn't have to be a burden you can make it a fun process 
right? So and with the with Google, you can find all this stuff. What do you? So my I, wife and I are creating a. a I have vegan friends, and I just wonder, like, how do you? Because I mean, I don't know. I, in my mind, and this could be a mind screw on my part. Like, I feel like I need like a nice substantial meal to be full. Like, what do you eat plant based that fills you up? Well, the difference is, is that I, I have highly concentrated nutrition that fills my cells up. And when your cells are filled up, they're going to send signals that you don't need to eat. As my, oh they're yeah, you make mentioned you that. Feel right, full. right, 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 right. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So that that's what happens. It's the people that live the longest and are the healthiest have been like over, it's well over 1,200 studies. I think it's like 1,628 or something. But 1,200 studies for 70 years. The people that live the longest and are the healthiest, they eat the least amount of food, but it's the most nutritious. Simple. And we, for the entirety of time, we walked this planet. We were nomadic. We would go for two or three, four days. And we wouldn't eat anything. We'd come to one food source. We'd eat monolithically. And then we, you know, maybe the ancestors of cabbage or spinach or maybe berries in the fall seasonally. It wasn't. We weren't getting, you know, berries in January. It just doesn't make sense. Where are we finding that geographically? Is that the Mediterranean diet? Is it more like Japanese, not necessarily seafood, but like very light plant-based um the Asian kind of Eastern Asian diet. Where's, where were we finding these people that live that long? Well, the people that are living the longest, I don't know if you've heard about the blue zones, but, um, you know, Okinawa, Japan, uh, the Sardinians, um, people, uh, Loma Linda, California, seventh day Adventist down there. Um, there's people down in, um, uh, Costa Rica. All these people have, if you, if you study them, they're living well into their hundreds and what are they doing? Well, number one, the population reveres and respects elderly. So the older you get, the more respect you got. They're not discarded in nursing homes unlike they do here. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, they have lifelong friends. So they have close, close bonds. You know, we're pack animals. That's important. Number three, they're eating mostly a plant-based diet. And number four, they're doing daily exercise. You know, if you're over in... Sardini, you're probably living on the side of a hill and you're walking up and down um, picking picking grapes for your winery. If you're Seventh-day Adventist, they do walks every day. Human beings, walking is like the first exercise I get people doing because it's what we're supposed to do. Pretty we're, basic, we're, yeah. we're, we're made to walk. Right. Yeah, move that lymphatic system. So, you know, again, success leaves clues. You look at the oldest people, they're living the longest and they're happiest and they're vibrant. And they got the longevity going. You see the common factors. It's like, okay, you know, Go give your grandma and your grandpa a hug and pay them some respect. <laughs> so if they're in a nursing home. Get them, get them on this program, pull them out of there, and get them back in your house and heal them up. You know, yes, and they'll, they'll they'll come back to life like pouring water on a, a, a plant that's half dead. I mean, I'm I'm working at a nursing uh, a retirement home right now, and I've I've helped a few people there, and I think I'm this close to getting in with them. They're a nonprofit, and I'm going to be able to get people on this and. Um, I'm thinking we'll probably get about 20 to 25% of them will have full cognitive function back within a few weeks once I get them on this program, so I'm excited. I, I saw a video a couple of weeks ago. The lady, she was, I think she was in a nursing home, but she had the, um, I forget how they pronounce it, the do-wagger, the dow-wagger hump on her back, and she was really kind of immobile. Um, and then a, a yoga instructor slash nutritionist got her into plant-based and then doing yoga. And I forget how long it was. It wasn't too long that she was upright. She was, like, doing some little dance. I mean, it was really, really cool to see because you knew that, you know, she, she was humped over for quite a while. But just through, like, a lifestyle shift yeah. and moving and changing her diet, she was able to, you know, change her whole posture. And, I mean, it was pretty pretty profound. Yeah. So it works. It works, ladies and gentlemen. It works. 
Absolutely. Well, brother, I don't want to keep you too much longer, man. Pat, do you have any other following questions for this gentleman? Uh, Mr. Man, this has been like super. I'm telling you, this is going to be like. No, Tim, thank you. I mean, you know, I just wanted to shut up and listen. You yeah. Know, and let the viewers listen. I mean, I'm, I uh, just a few questions in there that I wanted to throw in just to just to keep the ball moving and jumping on a few different subjects. But overall, you know, this has been very educational for me also. And, you know, for people out there that are listening, I'm. I mean, I, you know, I'm the kind of guy that in the past is, you know, I'll just eat a raw steak. I mean, it's barely cooked, massive pile of meat, you know, burgers, chicken, whatever. (laughs) And through all of this, you know, and gradually through my running coach and other people who've been friends and and with Tim's knowledge, you know, I'm just gradually continuing. And he doesn't sit there and go, okay, you have to stop eating meat today. You know, it's a gradual thing where you can work your way into it. But more than anything, his products – and his knowledge can get you right on the track to health and and rebuilding your body and and you know just just getting back to the way you're supposed to be and that's that's the most important thing out of all of this is is waking people up to this stuff and and getting them going and and again people can go to chemicalfreebody.com and get more information uh, Tim does personal coaching even on on diet and and nutrition and everything else that you're supposed to be doing and trust me he's not your average dietitian so, you know, definitely look up chemicalfreebody.com and, and do some research on this stuff. And, and I strongly advise ordering these products. And I can't Yeah, and I'll tell you what I'll do for your listeners, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys a, a nice um, a complimentary gift. So when they go to the website, they're going to see my ultimate gut cleanse manual that I use with um, – it's the manual I'm using to coach Pat right now. Um, we sell that online for $197. Um, if they will send me, uh, if they just go to the website and send an email to info at chemicalfreebody.com and say that, you know, this is my name, here's my email and my phone number, and I heard about you on uh, Pat's show, um, then um, I'll send them that menu for free. Beautiful. Woot, woot. There you go. Can't beat that with a bat. <laughs> yeah, and that and and that that's 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 um that's on Pat. So you guys are getting your community is getting that because of you, Pat. So I'm doing that's uh well, gotta pay it forward, it. right? Got to hand it to Jeff. Also, Jeff Jeff asked some very good questions today. So uh, thanks for keeping the ball rolling, Jeff. Absolutely. Yeah, Jeff, you got a lot of energy, brother. I'm I'm a little worried what happens what's going to happen when you get these greens on. Hey, serve today. it up, baby, because you know we are <laughs> we are shooting for the stars awesome. and we. We need all the kind of fuel in the tank, man. That's why I used to tell my daughter, even before I really intellectually got this, I'm like, look, man, a Formula One race car cannot run on sugar water. And that's just basically kind of what you've explained, man. Our bodies are so sophisticated, so need the right fuel. But when it has it, it's 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 a wrap. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, a, it's a game changer. Truly. Beautiful. Great episode, thanks, Jeff. Thanks, thanks so much, Tim. guys. Absolutely. So much. Appreciate you guys. And um, give me another platform to share uh, and help people. And I look forward to uh, doing this again sometime. Yeah, definitely. We'll get you back on again, man. Definitely. We'll have uh, and a more of an extended conversation because, like I said, this can go on for hours, man. But thank you so much for the time. All right, guys. You guys have a wonderful day. Thanks so much. All right, ladies All and gentlemen. Right, Tim James from ChemicalFreeBody.com. Mr. Militich, you have an enjoyable rest of your evening. Mr. James, thank you again for your time. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. There will be more.